If we can stand and uh, open the, the, the Bible in the book of in the book of uh, Acts chapter 26 for, for a little text from verse uh, from verse 13 to 19 I believe all of you can hear that translation so that he can read from verse 13 to 19 as quick as possible. Nzikiriza Oluganda, walwa atauli ya Oluganda. Ojakobirira kuva mu Bible yoruzumu. Bikola atumya biri mukago le 13 paka ku 19. Mutuntu kabaka nenda ba mukubo omusano ogwava muguru ogusinga okwaka ngenjuba negumasamasa negunetolola naba ali batambula nange. Netugwa fena wansi Nempulide dobozi Ngaliogira nange Murulimi Olebulania Nti Saulo Saulo Onjiganyi zaachi Chechizibu kwe Okusamba Kumiwunda Nze nengamba Nti Gwani Mukama wange Mukama wafena Ngamba Nti Nze Yesu Goiganya kwe Na ye Gorokoka Oyimilide kubigerevyo Chemvu Denkula bikida Nkulon Nkulon Nkulonde okubera ngomuweleza eri omujuli era omujuli lwawebyo muonda bidde era owebyo mwe mwenna kula bikiranga nga kuonya mu bantu ne muba mawanga nzije nkutuma okuzibula amaso gawe bachuke okuva mu mukizikiza baderi omusana nokuva mbuyinza wasitani baderi katonda baliokabe wawebwe okujibwako ebibi nobusika mwabo abatukuzibwa olokukirizanze kale kabaka agulipa sale makugondera okoresibwa okwo muguru that's verse 19 yes May the Lord add blessing the reading of his word. Please, let us be seated. I'm very happy tonight because we am with the people who have come to pray. And this church, I'll ask you to bear with me a little bit. <clears throat> I know you people are used to fiery preachers. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 are, they are really fiery. But I'm, I'm, I'm sorry I'm not like that. I'm, I'm, I'm a little slower. So, I wouldn't be surprised if you, you doze a little bit. But I, I would like to build some picture. I'd like us to look at something. So, try to keep awake and go with me. I may not shout or jump. But I would like to build a picture. In my life, I have been a, a teacher. So, I learned to lean towards teaching. So, you bear with a teacher. 
Praise be to God. I know it happens like that. There was a man called Moses. And Moses had been uh, uh, looking after sheep 40 years. So his ministry tended towards a shepherd. Until some brethren were not pleased. Kora asked him, Mose, do you think we are sheep? You, you seem to be leading us as if you are leading sheep. Even as God speaks to us. You see, I wouldn't blame him, but you see, God did not agree with him. So Moses tended to us like he is eating sheep. And God wanted that way. Me, me have been a teacher for 35 years. <coughs> and I tend to lean that way. So while we are here, I would like us to give ourselves a purpose for coming to pray. I want to ask, when you have come to pray, at the end of the prayer, what do you want to achieve? Where do you want to reach? And when you have reached that point, how do you know you are there? We should not just do things haphazardly. <laughs> We must have an objective in life. As Christians, as a church, we must have an objective. And that objective God gave us. And one of the major, <coughs> major objectives that God gave us was He gave us a commission. He gave us a job to do. Are we doing that job? Are we in the position where we can accomplish God's job? If that job is not being accomplished, <coughs> then we have to ask ourselves, where did we go wrong? You can see God told Paul, I have called you. And the purpose is to open the eyes of the blind and to rescue people from the power of darkness. And specifically that is our commission. Our commission is the representative of God on earth. And to fulfill Mark 16. To cast out demons. To, to lay hands on the sick and they recover. To demonstrate Christ on earth. Every time Christ was, uh, uh, somebody asked Christ. Who are you? The 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 Pharisees went and asked Jesus. Christ, Who are you? John the Baptist went and uh, and sent his disciples to Jesus. 
to ask him who are you yani na surprisingly Jesus did not open the Bible or and told them well preach them from the scriptures he told them open your eyes and see what is going on see how God is being demonstrated on earth so that is how Christ always identified himself Christ was He always identified himself in the supernatural It is that is what convinced men and women We are saying Tugamba. Jesus always identified himself by the works that were fulfilling the words of promise. Because that was his commission. Yeah. As it is written in Isaiah. And the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. And he spells out the commission. And therefore, he did everything to fulfill his commission. And the church has to fulfill his commission. If it is not fulfilling the commission, there is something wrong. Yeah, there is something wrong. Let us not start going very fast now. Let us lay our foundation. <clears throat> if the church is not fulfilling its commission, there is something What was our commission? To heal the sick. Cast out demons. Just think about that. Every time Jesus came on the scene in the first commission the first commission is written and he gave them power over demons and all kinds of sicknesses and they went everywhere teaching the gospel and they shook the country even Pharaoh or even, even Herod the, 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 the head of the government heard about it and asked I thought I had beheaded John the Baptist who is this? because the fame of what they were doing spread all around the ordinary people had it. The government had it. It, it shook the country. And every time a people fulfill the commission, it shakes the kingdom of darkness. It shakes and everybody hears. Where Jesus is, he cannot hide. Yeah, he is manifested until people hear about him. That's why he said, if I be lifted up, I'll drop all men unto me. 
Now, not only did the government and other people hear about it. The Bible says they went back to Jesus. Rejoicing. And telling, tell, telling him, Lord, even demons were subject to us. And Jesus said, yes. And I beheld Satan. Fall from heaven like lightning. Look at what, what happened when the people fulfill the commission. Now that commission was given before the blood was shed. That commission was given before the Holy Ghost came. Now after the Holy Ghost has come, the impact of the commission must be stronger than that one that was. And believers, we cannot cheat ourselves unless we are reaching a certain level. No, 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 there's something wrong somewhere. We cannot cheat ourselves. I'm not going into too much details. But I want to, uh, to, to just to give a background so that we may see what we want here. You can see that uh, the main, the main thing that is lacking among believers is the issue of faith. Yes. You can imagine the disciples were able to cast out demons without the Holy Ghost, without the blood, but just by believing the word that was spoken, go. They stuck on that one. And did signs and wonders. How much more are we? We have the commission. We have the Holy Ghost. We must be able to do greater. Because Jesus said, and the works that I do, shall you do also. And even greater. It must be greater. It has always been greater. Amen. When Moses was here, God sent him down here with gifts. And those gifts, those two gifts, he did signs and wonders. His ministry ended and the second ministry took over. The, the ministry of Joshua. It is not written anywhere in the Bible where Moses handed over those gifts to Joshua. But Joshua did greater miracles. Yeah. Because the purpose of the gifts of Moses are you with me? was to introduce God to Israel. Now, Joshua being a member, a, a true believer, through the gifts of the prophet, had God revealed himself to him. 
After knowing God, he did not need the gifts. Pardon? He did need the gifts now. He had faith in God. He stopped the sun. You can see the second uh, uh, the second ministry that followed always did greater. Elijah was here. He did signs and wonders. The second ministry of Elisha did greater. Jesus was here. All the signs and wonders. But when the, when the disciples came, it was it was always more. So when the prophet is here, when he with signs and wonders, he has introduced, we now know who Jesus is. We now know who the Holy Ghost is. And the ministry that follows and to do greater things. It must be if it is not there is something wrong and we got to find out what is wrong praise be to God we got to know what is wrong about 74 years ago I think that is 1946 the angel of the Lord came down to brother Branham and gave him the gift of healing. And uh, so uh, uh, cancer was not a problem. Seventy-four years ago, <clears throat> after the prophet left, how come cancer came back and became a terror? No, it couldn't. It, it, there is something wrong. We depended on his gift to defeat cancer. But now, after knowing God, how has it become a terror again? Believer, there is something wrong Because God does not behave like that. Let us go back and find out what is wrong. Oh, praise to God. We've got to know what is wrong. Because we must, we are here to fulfill the commission. To manifest Christ on earth. How do you manifest Christ on earth? The way in a form that even Herod can hear it. And shake the, 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 the nation of Uganda. That's how it was during the times of Moses. That's how it was during the time of Elijah. That's how it was during the times of the apostles. They said about them. This man have turned the whole world upside down. And they have come to our town. Has Jesus changed? If he's still the same, people ought to say the same thing. Because that 
is his identification. Oh, yeah. He never changes. What is the problem? And I'll tell you where the problem is. Oh, praise be to God. We'll tell you where the problem is. Because when God was commissioning uh, Paul, Paolo, how did he commission him? When God was commissioning Brother Branham, how did he commission him? And when God is commissioning the church, how does he commission him? When God, because the church is me and you. When God is commissioning you. Because you are commissioned. God does not commission a group. This commission to come and manifest Christ is you. You are the one who will go. And the world will see Christ. For he has said. He said. And. Uh, from now henceforth the world sees me no longer but he will see me yeah that's a commission and when you see him you lift him up and they see him through you that's our commission and if it is not happening uh, there is something wrong somewhere. Praise be to God. We have always had it preached. The true church of God is the Holy Ghost Church. The true church of God is the Holy Ghost Church. We can put it in another way. It's the original Pentecostal church. And the, and, and, and the identification of the Pentecostal church. It is not just the emotions. It's not just the singing and dancing. It is manifesting God on earth bring God down until people see him so we can say the true church of God is the one who brings the presence of God here when God somebody comes from outside comes to this church he can say I have seen God. That's a true church. If we are not achieving that, what is the problem? There must be a problem somewhere. We have to go back and find out where the problem is. Oh, praise be to God. Yeah, and we know. In these last days, Satan is a cunning. Satan is very cunning. Uh, because we want a church to go back to the land of promise. The true church goes back to the land of promise. And the land of promise for Israel was Canaan. And the land of pro promise for the for the believer is the Holy Ghost. 
And when we are talking about the Holy Ghost, we are talking about the manifestation of Him. And how does He manifest Himself? Through power. Yeah. Of healing the sick. Casting out demons. Yeah, the powers of heaven. Of visions. Of dreams. Prophecy. Speaking tongues. That's the power of God. That's the land that we were promised to go to. But remember. When Caleb went to that land, he did not find it empty. And he didn't find the ordinary people. The the land of Canaan, because of the richness of the land, had bread giants. He had bread mighty people. And churches of believers. Unless you are prepared to go in that land. And chase away those demons. Who are giants. You are not going to possess the good of the land. So we need men and women. Who are are willing. To face the giants. So we must be prepared. To face the giants. Yeah, we are not prepared now. That's why we are not enjoying the goodness of the land. Why? They are giants And they must be chased away before we enjoy the goodness of the land. Oh, praise be to God. What is the problem with the church today? We are saying that how did God commission Paul? Praise be to God. I want you to see this. God, uh, Paul was an educated man. God could have come to him. In a way that when he picks the Bible, God will have quickened his mind to look at the Bible and see that Jesus Christ was the Lord. Because he was denying Jesus Christ. God could have revealed himself like that. Because that's what he does. He comes to your mind and you realize something that you are not seeing So that is something mental. It becomes a mental revelation. But but uh, Paul had a commission had a, 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 a force he was going to fight against he needed a very firm foundation so God did not come to him psychologically he didn't come to him in a mind he came to him in an experience 
Yeah. God came to, to Paul in an experience. That's why he said in that book we are reading. Yeah. Uh, uh, <clears throat> when verse 16 says, Rise, but rise. And stand upon your feet. For I have appeared unto thee for this purpose. I have therefore appeared. That Paul, Paulo, you may not only uh, 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 perceive me by your mind, but you will see me. You will feel it. You will be experienced. It is something that is not just mental. It is an experience. It was important for, for Paul to know God by an experience. You could have known him by reading the Bible yeah. and getting mentally. Are you getting me? But there was there's a problem there. The moment you get the Bible and you know the message, mentally speaking, by just getting your mental being changed the mental. Idea. Until you know something that you had not known before. It is okay. It is fine. But the devil can come with another idea and confuse your mind. But when it is an experience, but when it is an experience, Nobody can ever against you. That is the reason why God knew that Paul was going to meet opposition. Yeah, educated men and women. Yeah, philosophers. They are very good intellectuals. Paul was going to have to stand against that kind of position. So God gave him an anchor. A solid anchor on which he can rest his faith. And that, that, that anchor was an experience. Notice when Paul, when, when Paul was in a corner they had argued against him. They had called him his man. Oh, they had, he was just alone. Up opposition every side. In such a circumstances, Paul could have wondered. Now, what, what I was thinking about the Bible, was it really right? Maybe, maybe I did not see it correctly. But now God gave him an anchor. Every time he was pushed to the wall. When he tried to explain, he When he tried to read the Bible, and he is pushed to the wall. He went back up to this point here. 
and told them an experience and told them men and women I was one of you I was a Pharisee but one day one day I was going to Damascus with the papers with authority from the priest and one day at around midday on the road something happened something happened there was a light that shone around me and then he describes the experience Notice, nobody ever argued against his experience. No philosopher can question his experience. No government, no soldier, no demons will be able to confront him when he's standing on the ground of an experience. That was his anchor. And he, therefore he could tell them. Therefore, men and women, I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision. Nobody could answer that way. No man could answer whether philosophy, whether a kind of whatever, nobody can answer. Because he was the one who was there. He's the one who saw it. He's a witness. And you cannot argue against a witness. When we are in court, and you say, I was there, I saw it. The only question you to verify you have experienced to just but, the, but, 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 but the, the lawyer another lawyer cannot question your experience why he was not there the judge cannot argue against you because he was not there I was there so God gave him an experience to anchor his faith. Something that the devil or anything cannot argue against. A supernatural experience. Look at Moses. Moses, when he was meeting God to be commissioned, God didn't come to him in a, an idea. He didn't come to him in an intellectual idea. Yeah, because if he came in an intellectual idea, he could have had a problem. But he stood before the bunny. He saw 
the, the pillar of fire. He had the voice. He experienced it. He came with that authority that Pharaoh could not argue against. He couldn't. Because Pharaoh was not there. Notice. Notice. When Moses put down the, 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 the stick and became, a, and became a serpent, demons did the same. They became serpents also. Moses has to be a person who knows what he's talking about. How did he know what he's talking about? Because he's talking about things he saw, he had, he was in it. The impersonation of the devil could not shake him. Because he was speaking from an experience. Supposing uh, uh, he did not have that experience. Janice and Jambres could have perfected him. Confused him. For, 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 for Moses to have that rigidness. Uh, my, that, 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 that confidence. When he speaks, the man knows what he's talking about. God appeared to him before him as an experience. Then he knew what he was talking about. To fulfill the commission. Brother Branham. Brother Branham. God could have revealed the seals to him. Open and, and something comes. You can, and they see it. You know, as preachers, sometimes you open the Bible and something lightens your mind. <laughs> ah, I see it. Yeah, I see it. Are you still listening? Or are you asleep? Yeah. You know, you can open the Bible and see something. Oh, yeah, I, I can see it. I can see. But it's still mental. You cannot rely on that one. Because another experience can come that can challenge that. Supposing Brother Branham, the message was revealed from in that way. Mental. It would have been correct. Though it is correct, but the devil will have challenged him. That's the reason why for commissioning him, God appeared to him as a physical angel to anchor his faith. Many times, when he's praying for the sick, and the demons do not want to go, he would pray, and the person is still sick. Pray, and the person is still sick. He would tell the demons, Satan, you know that I was given this commission by an angel from heaven. It is not me. You know that angel that he 
met me and you cannot argue against me so by the commission of that angel Timons have to go why? because he knows what he's talking about what are we talking about? I'm showing you church that you, your faith has to have a foundation. It cannot be intellectual. Many times we know this message intellectual which is okay. But intellectual if you receive intellectually something can come and challenge the intellectual and you get confused. But no, nothing can challenge an experience. Because you don't, you don't keep the memory of an experience intellectually. No. The memory of, an, of, of, of an experience is kept somewhere in the heart. You know, if you went some, if you are passing somewhere, and a snake beat you. If you see anything that looks like a snake, although your mind will tell you it's not a snake, but something in you will say, ah, because it is an experience. Though your mind reasons, you have stored it somewhere, it does not, no matter what the mind is saying, you still know. Knowing God is like that. God is not known intellectually. God is known by an experience. Amen. Now that's where the problem with the brethren. We have known the message. But rarely have we gone far enough. Rarely do we go far enough to, to have that experience. That's what we have come to pray for. I'm giving you a target. If you know the message, you know the message I know. But do you know it by an experience? Do you know God by an experience? Because if, because if you don't, circumstances can change your mind. That's the reason why Adam knew the word of God by experience. And Satan could not cheat him. But Eve did not know it by experience. She was just told. That's why she could be cheated. That's right. Believers. The reason why people don't have faith is I can assure you there is enough power here to do great things. But you don't have that faith. Why? You know the message 
psychologically. But you don't know it by experience. The illustration is this. On the day of resurrection, on that Sunday morning, uh, there was two brethren, Kiliopa and his friends. They were walking from Jerusalem to Emmaus. Although remember Jesus had told them, after resurrection, meet me in Galilee. But instead of them walking to Galilee, they were walking to Jerusalem, I mean to Emmaus. Praise be to God. Jesus came down among them and taught them like no teacher could teach. You can imagine a teaching by Jesus himself. That teaching was thorough. Amen. Amina. That was really teaching. Until you can say, yeah. Until I can able to see what it is. But as, as it continued revealing themselves itself as he was teaching them, as they are wondering how these things are, they are still walking to a mouth. As their hearts are burning, they are still walking to the mouth. As they are understanding the scriptures, they are still walking to the mouth. At the end of the journey, they were well taught about the resurrection. They were well taught about Jesus being the Christ. They were well taught about the resurrection. But they when it happened, they went back to Jerusalem. That's right. So, you can imagine if Jesus told them so well until they reached Emmaus, then he went his way. What kind of believers would you think they are really believers? No. They had to have something on top of teaching. It is the thing that fired them up. That's what believers lack. If they have that experience, this place will be full. But now, this... This, this ministry from Jerusalem to a that is a ministry we have had and it's a ministry and, uh, and that kind of ministry it's a ministry yeah you know there is something somewhere. but problems are still there but cancers are still there but now what do we do although we have the truth that kind of religion is burdensome. People find it burdensome. Even our children who are believers, they have gone up to that kind of ministry. For, for them, most of them, religion is just a burdensome. 
All you have to keep your hair. All you have to dress like that. All you have to don't do this and don't do that. Pardon some religion. Until something happens to a mouse. Then it becomes alive. They had an experience. When they went back to Jerusalem, they had something to testify about. No, they, nobody could argue against them. No, sir. They could see that we saw him. He is risen. We have seen him. Yeah. We, we have seen him. We have the evidence. Teaching. And an experience. Before they have that experience, uh, they cannot go anywhere. That's why we are so dull. Because, one, you are talking about things you actually don't know. Brother Branham said, and people know more, know more about God than a rabbit knows about snowshoes. <laughs> yeah, people, people know God the way a rabbit knows about shoes. Does a rabbit know shoes? If you give a rabbit shoes, does it know? That's the way people know God. They have heard about God. But they don't know God. Why? God is known by an experience. For you to be able to stand and be able to witness for God. You need a personal experience. Now, let me just quote here. I know time is going. Brother Branham, I'm <laughs> quoting here. I know my Redeemer Limits, 1958. <laughs> now, it was that great hour. Yeah. That was when God took Job to those sacred sons. Sacred sons. The backside of the desert. Where Moses Musa. went and met God alone. Those places. Where he takes every believer. God must take every believer to an experience. And to that backside of the desert. Like Moses did. And that little sacred closet somewhere. Where he, where, where he took you to the coal shed, to the that shed of uh, 
Chako. Where I received it. Brother Branham could say he Brother took Branham me to a store of charcoal. That's where I received it. He cannot forget that place. God has a place and a purpose. When God was when Job was in that condition, he took him in that sacred place. Oh, for those sacred sons. He has to take every child. There. Are you a child of God? You got to go somewhere. Believer. Not yet. Until you know God that much. He gets you to those places where no devil can come. There's a place where the devil cannot come. Why? Because when the devil comes, he talks to your mind. Ah, it was not so. Oh, you cannot do it. All these things are not true. But now when God takes you there, you know the devil has nothing to say. I mean, what will he say? The devil cannot, cannot talk you out of an experience. He cannot explain it away. Because he was not there. You are the one who was there. Yes. He gives you something on those sons back there. That of an experience. That you will never forget as long as the ages roll on. No matter how much your mother or your father was religious or your husband. No matter how much they can argue against it. Every true believer has that spot where God has met him. There is not one left out. Now, that's where the problem comes with believers. When we talk about the baptism of the Holy Ghost, there's a confusion somewhere. An experience and emotions. God help us. Oh, praise be to God. Yeah, every believer, uh, okay, every believer has that spot where God met him. And there's not one left out. Every believer has it. Every person that's born in the kingdom of God knows that spot. That minute. That hour where God took him in, this, in, in those sacred sands, in the presence of the burning bush, he did something to you, to, to the, that believer, that all the mentality of the world cannot destroy. 
Upon this rock I'll build my church and the gates of hell cannot destroy it. It is upon that spiritual revelation. Brethren, that's where the problem is. Now, he can't just meet you there. Hey. No. God does not just meet you in the kitchen when you are doing your business. God does not meet you in your business. Many times you have to separate yourself. Take yourself somewhere. Before God took, uh, 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 took Brother Branham there, Brother Branham was pastoring a church, doing good things, but God disturbed him. The, 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 that wind will come and say, What is this? Then he forgets again. Because God wanted to meet him there. Then it will come. No, what is wrong? He reached a place and said, No. I am going. And I will not come back. Until I know what this is. So he went. And that's what God wanted. When he went, God gave him an experience. The religious world could not argue against it. Now that's a problem with the believers. I was reading somewhere, I was uh, uh, where the, the, the people, the people, uh, uh, they say, uh, the Pharisees sent people to Jesus Christ and they asked, asked him, why do the disciples of John and the disciples of the Pharisees fast and pray? And your disciples are just eating. And they are walking. When, when they find wheat, they are not bothered. You should, they should be fight, fasting. Jesus told them, Not yet. Time will come when they will fast. Not yet. Now, I remembered. When Brother Branham was here, he had a gift. And uh, when, he, when he's going to pray for the sick, he would fast three days. Alone. Then cast out demons. He would separate himself and go and pray. Sometimes three days. Amen. Amen. When you are sick those days, no, you didn't have to fast. No. All you needed to have is fair. Go to the meetings. Get a card. Come to the line. And your cancer is gone. There was somebody who had fasted. You didn't need to fast. Because the gift was there. But now the gift is now not there. 
The one who was fasting is not there. People are still assuming that you still get healed the way they were getting healed. No, 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 who is fasting and praying? If the prophet with his gifts, with his faith, he had met the angel. He had, he had all the experience. Still fasted and prayed. When he is going to meet the demon. So now when he has fasted and prayed. He cast out demons from you. But now he is, he is no longer there. The gift is no longer there. Nobody is fasting. Nobody is praying. Ah, believers, wake up. You can't. People are assuming the way it was. No. 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 They just want to come in the meetings and see God come down. It Even in the lives of Brunham, did it happen like that? Was he just jumping around then he comes and the presence of God? It wasn't. Somebody has to be praying. So what is missing here is people do not stay, do not go somewhere and stay until something has happened. That's true. People do not put their knees down. Until something has happened. Tell me. Any time in history. Where people, where God came down among people and they didn't do that. Believers, you are deceived. No. People must look for God until something has happened. Until you know God. You don't talk about stories. You are there when it happened. Yes. No, 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 no. It can't work like that. That's why the devil is just joking around us. Brother Branham, Brother Branham, he says that sometimes when he goes to evangelistic fields, he meets demons. And he says when he was coming to Africa, you meet demons. Sometimes you had attended in Germany. And which doctors wanted to talk to him? But his uh, committee stopped them. So they said, You don't want us to talk to the preacher. You will not have a meeting. So they, the, a group of them, some stood this way on the, on the tent. Others stood this way. Others stood that Then they started doing. In the name of Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. In the name of Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. And the storm came. Yeah. The tent started shaking. In the meeting of Brother Branham. 
Hear what God say, what, what the prophet said. Lord Jesus, Mukama Yesu, you are the one who sent me here. Now, he was not take, telling that one out of just assuming. He was somewhere he prayed. And God came down and told him, God, God Germany. Though when he stood in Germany, he knew God had told him to be there. So he knew what he was talking about. Now, if you don't know that, you say, I feel like, let me go to Germany. <laughs> Brethren have sent letters, and now I've got money. Let me go to Germany. Now you are in Germany. And there are witch doctors here. How are you sure God sent you? How can you say I know what I'm talking about? You can't. You are just defeated. In other words, you cannot have faith in what you are talking about. You cannot, you cannot stand on this is that I know God has sent me here. No. How do you know he sent you there? So you therefore don't know what you are talking about. If you don't know what you are talking about, you cannot have faith. You are just assuming. And how can you how can you act on assumptions? How? Jesus never acted on us. Every time he acted on anything, he saw God doing it. Yes. It is what God is doing, that's what he's doing. Now, but now, you, you don't meet God. How do you know what he's doing? And if you don't know what he's doing, how can you have faith? You can't have faith because you don't have an experience. Do you hear me? Right. Brother Brown, even Brother Brown with the faith he had, he went to India. Now he was praying for the sick <laughs> and design, designing the sick. <laughs> oh, you, you, you are, you are, your wife is like that. People say that, ah, he is using telepathy. You know, using demoniac powers. So, Brother Branham said that, now, what, Lord, help me do something that they may know. Then you saw a totally blind man. He asked God, God, what about this? Man? Then he saw a vision of this man seeing. Therefore he knew God had already healed this man. Now he knew what he was talking about. He said, now you people, now you people. If you say your God is right, why was he saying like that? He knew what he was talking about. 
Now, that is faith. That is perfect faith. Perfect faith is knowing what you are talking about. And you cannot know what you are talking about unless it is revealed what God has already done about that. But if you just know God by theory, as much as that is correct, how can you have faith? So, we are not going to go into depth. Time is over. A true believer will say, God, for me to have faith, I really must know what I'm talking about. So, I'll go and look for God and stay there until it is still and it is a reality. Not just be there until you feel good. No, that uh-huh. one is just a human emotion. Not there until you feel you are screaming. That is just nearing. But not in it. Stay there until it is a reality. Until you, when you come out, you can point the devil in his face. I was there. That's what is perfect faith. It is knowing what God has already done and finished. How do you know it is there? How do you know God has done it? But he enabled you to to see it. You are there. You saw it. That's what brings perfect faith. Somebody asked. Somebody asks. So how can we get there? Brother Branham, Brother Branham he did, God did not meet him in the kitchen. No. Moses, Musa, God did not meet him at home. No. Paul, Paolo, God did not meet him in the temple. No. He had walked out of the camp. Time must come. When believers must come out of the camp. Put their knees here. Pray. Until it has happened. I want to stress that point. I want to finish that point like this. <clears throat> as, I, as, I, as I'm finishing this. Uh, to set your, your, your direction in prayer. God does things in his own time. Sometimes Brother Branham, God would send Brother Branham to go and pray for the sick. I know you are uh, you, you you know those testimonies. Amen? But in the vision, in one of the visions, Brother Branham went to pray for a girl, Brother Branham a child. And then God saw, showed him in a vision. At the time he was praying for the child, 
the father of the child was standing there in a brown suit near the door. He saw another woman whom she, he assumed was the grandmother was seated here seated wiping her, her glasses and a number of things. That's what he saw. No, so when he went to pray for the sick, he recognized this is the room. This is the child. This is the person. Then he went to pray for the sick. When he picked the child, the child became worse. Then he remembered. But the father is supposed to be there. Not there. The grandmother is supposed to be there. He had to wait. Wait. I think 24 hours. Because the child could not be healed until this one is standing there. So, before the foundation of the one, God had already healed the person. But when God healed the person, it was in a certain setting. Where father is here, that's when it was done before the foundation of the world. The healing of that person is finished. But it, is, it must be done in the setting like it was before the foundation of the world. So if you want to, 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 to manifest that one, wait until the setting is right. It cannot just be done when you want it. Until the setting is right. Now, brother Branham, brother Branham could not know when this man is coming to hear. He was, not he was not going to tell him, you come and stand here. And woman? No. It had to set itself. So what he had to do, no matter the job he had at home, he had to suspend everything and wait. And wait there. He had to be there waiting until God's time is fulfilled. Until the setting is right. According to the vision is, is when God healed the child. It was foreknown. God foresaw it before the foundation of the world. He foresaw it. Therefore, predestinated it. Purposed it. Finished it. In that setting. So it cannot be done the way you want. It must be the way it was seen. So your purpose is wait. He could not have said. No. I, it has not happened. Let me go back home. I'll come back and pray. But now, if you go back home, he doesn't know when this woman will be here. So he had to be there. Not doing anything else. Waiting. Focus. 
That's how people wait for the Holy Ghost. They are there. It's not that God has refused. But God will do it at a certain time. When this is there, when this is there, when he that is there. how it was. And that's how we saw it before the foundation of the world. Some people must stay there. If you want to, to meet God, stay there. Suspend all your duties. If you want to meet God, suspend all you are doing. Go and stay there. That's what believers don't do. Stay there. What are you waiting for? Not because God has refused. Now, for Brother Branham, Brother Branham, he saw in the vision the city. Oh, so and so supposed to be there. The chair is here. The Bible on the, on the table. But you, God, God does not show you. He does not show you the, that setting. But still the setting must be there. But because you don't have the gift, it doesn't show you. So you have only one job to do. Wait. Don't be in a hurry. Stay there. So we want men and women who come to this church. And stay there. By the way, I was in a place. There are these uh, denominational people have things called prayer mountains. <coughs> I said, no, I'm also going to the prayer mountain. When am I coming back? I don't know. And I learned something. Oh, it is wonderful. But the problem with the prayer mountain, they have their own programs which are not right. So I went there to the prayer mountain for one day and I saw that they are, they are just confusing me. And I went back to my church. Oh, I had a wonderful time. Praying and fasting and praying and waiting upon the Lord. By the way, I met the people there who stay there three, 21 days. Others stay there for a month. Now, they are staying there for a month. They don't know how to wait upon the Lord. They don't know how to confess their sins. They don't know what they actually want. You know when they are talking about what they want, they are fasting for. Oh, we want God to expand me, to give me money. I also want to go to America and to expand my business. I said, oh God, if these people had a prayer mountain and waited, there are people who are waiting, they don't know where they are going. Some of them were young women in tight trousers. In, uh, with, 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 with dyed hair walking around and praying oh God, open my boundaries oh God, pray, open my boundaries oh God, open which boundaries I said oh God I know men and women if they stayed there heavens will come down but they are not staying there 
They are not. This is defeating us. We have problems in the church. Because we don't know men who really know God. Who, didn't, who stayed there and did something. something. That is what our prayer is here for. That's what our overnight here is for. Our overnight is only a test. It's only a test. Yeah. When you are very serious, tonight, tonight meeting is not enough. It can't be enough. Because you are waiting tomorrow to go home. People don't wait for God like that. People don't get success in God like that. You go there and you have no plan for going back. Until Oh, I remember in the revival we used to have we were a group of young people those days we did not have a lot of a lot of a lot of a lot of work at home stayed there praying and the revival was there oh praise be to God yeah but now I've seen people in the prayer mountains. Some of them are businessmen. Some of them have jobs. But if the denominations can postpone their jobs for things that are not very important. And somebody tells me here that he's busy. Busy for what? It is time for people, these people made God. Don't just come here and feel something and scream and go home. And, uh, and, and feel good and go home. No! no! That is not an experience! No, no, sir! I'll talk about it. If it's just some good emotions, King Saul also had the same thing. Oh no, wait, wait a moment. If it's just a revelation of the word. Oh, I know now the word. Peter had it. The, 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 the Holy Ghost revealed to him that he is, this is Jesus, the Son of God. And, and, and Jesus told him, it is not flesh and blood. It is a spirit. Now look at look 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 at this man. A few days after that. When they told him that Peter, you are the one who was with this man. I don't know him. Ah, you think you have got the revelation? So did Peter. And denied the Lord. My, but on the day of Pentecost, he had an experience. Time has come when people must have an experience. Let us stand up and continue. Brother, come and continue here.